Enjoy the inspiration and the introspection on the River Rain Show. Hi there, I'm Catherine Allen. I'm your host, and I'm a clairvoyant medium, astrologer, and I'm the author of a book called A Little Bit of Intuition. On the River Rain Show, I like to help empower people. I like to help you go deeper. I like to help you think of things in a new way that might shift your paradigm. A lot of people feel that they're on a crossroads uh, when they come to spiritual things. And I like to help you by taking you a little bit into your truer feelings, trusting your gut about your situation, helping you with how to make healthy decisions when you're at these crossroads, all with the perspective or the lens of metaphysical and spiritual information that comes with it. So I play a wide variety of music from all different eras. I might play some um, TV show themes. I might read some poetry or some quotes, all meant to consolidate the theme and to empower you to trust yourself. When you trust yourself, your life will flow. The more you learn to trust yourself more intimately, the more your life will flow and the more the magic will happen. And that's what I genuinely want for everybody. So welcome to the River Rain Show. One day you're gonna have to face a deep dark truth from mirror. And it's gonna tell you things that I still love you too much to say. The sky was just a purple bruise, the ground was iron. And you fell all around the town until you looked the same. Shouts ring to the boots of rastabouts, and you're never in any doubt. There's something happening somewhere. Well, you chase down a road till your fingers bleed on a fiberglass tumbleweed. You can blow around the town, but it all shuts down the same. Same eyes But 
since I did a podcast. I hope you're all well. I hope your summer is going well. I, um, as you've maybe noticed, if you follow my podcast, I haven't been as regular and, um, it's because I'm waiting until I have, I feel inspired with content much more than, um, an obligation to produce something of a certain length every week. Um, but you know, for three and a half years, I really didn't run out of ideas. And then all of a sudden, I hit three and a half years of doing it every week, and I suddenly started to go, hmm, I'm not sure what I want to talk about. And I think the pandemic also made made me um, just more deeply reflective and not having necessarily as many assertive things to put out there. Um, but now I, I realized as I'm getting back into more socializing and catching up with old friends and sort of setting things straight, either either healing things between certain people or realizing this isn't going to work. It's made me think a lot about the aspect of, of our lives of telling the truth, you know, speaking our truth. I've been working a lot on this in the last several weeks um, clearing the throat chakra speaking your truth from the heart this is a really tough topic it sounds easy enough you know get clear on what you feel speak your truth to people it'll set you free you'll feel better right well yes and no because that sort of implies that people are ready for or are willing to hear your truth and then you risk all the time when you tell truth you risk losing um, people you risk losing relationships or stability maybe not forever but maybe temporarily or maybe for good 
when you tell a certain truth because you just you never know how what you need to say is going to land emotionally with the other person and then they they may love you care about you they may even agree with what you're expressing but they still might need to pull away from you for a while to process what that new level of of uh, openness brings out for them and then you you feel a pause um, or a loss or an abandonment sometimes so speaking truth speaking from the heart is not such an easy thing and I just wanted to speak about that for just just briefly today on this to say you know if you are a lonely truth teller what do we do with that I've met many people in life who are truth tellers or whistleblowers you know as a kid I was always that way too I was the little tattletale if something was unjust or unfair if somebody was Well, you, um, I paused there because, as you heard, there was a little girl freaking out on the sidewalk. Um, but you know what? <laughs> These things always, to me, I leave it in there because there, there's always signs and mirrors in the universe. I'm just talking about how I was a tattletale, calling out things un that were unjust and speaking from my heart as a little kid. And all of a sudden, there's a little girl of about five doing the same thing on the sidewalk to her parents. It's not for nothing, the, these parallels. And obviously, in the case of the little girl, she's saying it with her full, her full heart and her full passion, you know, and then you, you can hear the parents meeting, meeting it with, with control. And this is where we all start to shut down when we're met with uh, control, when we're met with coldness or anger when we're trying to express our hurt. This is where you start, this is where we all, when we've all had those experiences, so this is where we all start to shut down or withdraw or not trust the world. Our parents uh, feel like people don't care about how you feel. It all starts when we're that young, these patterns. And then we try to heal it as adults. And we try to heal it by being, you know, saying it with better language, calmer language, um, also a level of self-control, a level of, you know, if you've done therapy, if you've worked on how to speak in positive eye language and all that stuff, but you know, that always doesn't work either. Like I said, I've known many people who are whistleblowers and truth tellers who have felt, you know, their values were that it was more important to, um, not to pretend or lie or hide what was actually going on um, or not to be false and go along smiling you know with uh, relationships that weren't sincere and there's always a price there's always a price to pay for it they're, they're lonely many times you know they you can lose jobs because of it um, you can be estranged from anybody, family, for it. You can be uh, not included in uh, weddings or birthdays or family functions because of it. People who know that you have that in you 
and that you will call things out or speak the truth. And I don't mean walking around, you know, um, pointing fingers or in any kind of destructive way. I'm talking about people that do it, let's say, with the highest degree of therapist approval. You know, I feel when you do this so-and-so that this is, you know, this would be, you know, like let's say I had gone down to that sidewalk a minute ago and been a truth teller. Maybe I could have gently said to the father, I think she's really hurt. I think she needs maybe you just to hug her or acknowledge that she's hurt. There's no guarantee that he wouldn't have lashed back at me in anger because it's got nothing to do with her um, her truth or her feelings at that moment. It's got to do with how evolved and honest is he with himself to be able to heal in that moment. And that's what we're up against when we tell truths. Um, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's sort of a romantic idea we get from the movies or books. The truth will set you free. We, we're all raised on a steady diet of this. And I do still believe that the truth sets you free. But at first, it'll hurt. It'll sting. It'll make you think. It'll make you work. But it does still set things free. And, um, and that's why I continue to do it if I really feel it's important. But I, I do definitely pick my battles. And I do definitely reflect a long time before I'm going to... Uh, and weigh things considerably before I bring up something of a truth I need to say in a, in a relationship because I know that it will change it after that. And sometimes you, you get the beautiful side of it where it just melts walls and brings you closer. But I would say more often than not, it, it gives loneliness and distance first. But every so often I've seen both. I've definitely seen both. I would say the truth-telling aspect, I've probably seen more of a turnaround or a positive reaction to it when I do my work as a medium, as a psychic medium, because in that case, the person is coming to me, um, consenting and wanting this. And so I meet, I probably meet people who are in a stronger denial than most because they come hoping that I'm going to say what they want to hear um, or hoping that I'm going to magically predict something of a miracle or an antidote. But I also get a lot of people who are much more open and receptive to hearing the truth than they, than they are normally or from anyone else in their lives. So I have a, a unique a unique path this way with being a truth teller and definitely I can tell you there's times like one one classic one very very simple but but very effective people would come in and sit down and um, you know I'd been seeing people in a store and so I was seeing people every half an hour there was a new person sometimes there were nine or ten people in a day and so it became very clear to me the energy difference every half an hour changed it wasn't me who was changing and it wasn't about me it was but I watched how everything shifted every half an hour and so every once in a while I'd get somebody sit down and they were just angry or defensive from the get-go 
you know and I once I was able to identify that this was just the energy coming at me it had nothing to do with me I used to call that out as a truth I, I would sit there and say would you like to tell me why you're so angry because I've known you for about two minutes so this has nothing to do with us <laughs> and 90% of people would just take a big loud sigh and drop their shoulders some of them might start crying some of them might tell me exactly what the hell is wrong and it just dissolved a barrier. It stopped an argument or friction between us. It wasn't projected onto me. Now they were open and I could actually help them. And they were some of the best readings. But I took that moment to call out the truth of what was happening in that moment. Now every once in a while you'd get people who weren't ready for that level of truth and they would pull back and look at me with the most squinty-eyed, suspicious, who the hell are you woman kind of face. Some of them got up and left. <laughs> I'm laughing now because, you know, like I told you, 95% of people would dissolve and go, oh my God, it's so true, I'm so pissed off, it's got nothing to do with her, and just open up to me. But there are a lot of people, um, you know, a chunk of people would still be so perhaps fractured or traumatized or paranoid at that moment or they just had certain expectations of how I was supposed to be that that was shocking to them and they they responded really badly but I will still choose to call it out every time um, because most of the time it did work and it, it made for a wonderful window of opportunity now it's a lot bloody harder when you're doing this in other settings if I start doing truth-telling, like a gesture like that in the middle of a, I don't know, I've, I've been in that position when I've been at a hospital setting, you know, an emergency room, and uh, the receptionist is like all twisted in a knot, very stressed out, anxious, loud, you know. Sometimes I've been very, very anxious myself and tired when I go in, as we all are if we're ill. I think I talked about this in another podcast. There was, yeah, I did. Anyway, there was um, there was a woman that was just so defensive, from the and I said, you know, are you all right? You seem sort of stressed out. I'm not stressed. What do you mean I'm stressed? Blah, 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 blah. You know, and then they they bark and they project it back at you, and then they make everything complicated for you, and it's got nothing to do with me. And I I was at least clear that it had nothing to do with me, but. I was just experimenting, you know, in those settings, if, if that same dynamic would work. Sometimes you call it out and the person is ready to, um, to drop their guard and then they might, you know, she could have also said, easily said, oh, yes, I am. I'm so stressed. I'm so tired. You know, she could have just let, but instead couldn't admit it to herself and so it was projected back onto me and made my life more difficult this is usually what happens with truth-telling um, it takes a certain moment a, a timing it takes a certain maturity takes a certain self-awareness takes a whole lot of conditions to be ripe before the recipient of the truth can sit and hear it and dissolve the barriers that make it that make things better most of the time, you're going to get the resistance, the pushback, the denial, 
and the complicating of things. And that's where a lot of people lose their relationships or lose their faith or back down, shut down, stop talking, stop saying it, stop saying things. Um, and if I were going to offer any kind of advice today from a lifetime of doing this, I would say we have to prepare our minds that if we're going to share truth to allow the person the pushback and in ourselves we cannot shut down and we cannot give up right away even if it hurts us that they didn't dissolve and melt and say yeah I'm so sorry or yeah you're you're right let what what should we do about this or you have to allow people that window to process it without getting angry at them without withdrawing from them ignoring them whatever your hurt reaction is and and it it takes a lot of work for us to get to that point doesn't it sure did for me but I'm able now um, over the years to to say something and wait let that person chew on it give them space let them come back let them initiate the next conversation and when they do be ready to speak with them and not be not be angry not be hurt because if you're hurt and abandoned because you shared the truth and you didn't get the reaction you wanted now you've you've got one more thing to share that's the truth now you've got and on, it just goes on and on and on and on doesn't it and and um i just think that a lot of a lot of us never learned a lot of these skills and a lot of us get hurt and withdraw or retaliate or whatever and we miss these golden opportunities to heal things and repair and restore things between ourselves that we didn't we don't need to lose so if there's anyone on your mind today or anything where you feel you need to tell the truth could be about anything could be could be a political opinion could be anything just get clear with yourself do i really need to say this is it that important to me you know, am I going to, is my soul going to suffer if I don't say this? You know, am I losing my self-respect or dignity if I don't say or share this? Am I allowing something to continue under false pretenses if I don't say something? Is somebody's safety at risk? You know, you have to weigh why. What do you need to say and why? be honest about it if you come to the conclusion it's time to say it think about how you're wording it so that it's it has to be it has to be what you need to say you can't dress the language up so much and water it down that it you'll you'll have said your message but you'll sound like a politician do you know what i mean it's not gonna that's not gonna heal you to say it in that manner you have to say say it in a manner that also helps you or why are you doing it but you can find ways to say things in a manner that um, that definitely is satisfying for you and is respectful or helpful to others involved
And yes, it's an art. <laughs> and I still work at it all the time too. But once you've done that and you've made your decision, give people that little window of time to push back and, and chew on things and give them space. And then you can gently check in and say, how are you, how are you feeling about what I shared? Did you want to have a talk about what we shared, what I shared? Are you ready to talk about it? Or would you rather we, you know, I give you some more space on that? Because that's a respectful way to say, hey, you know, you, it'd be nice if you spoke to me. But it's not a pushy, um, it's not pushy, but it's also not making everything um, your fault either. So... This, to me, is one way that we can counteract being the lonely truth teller. Have a wonderful day.
Stop.